Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food and when you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down, down with the Ambuja food and. Hi there, food friends. This is the Unbuji Foodie Wesley Wright. On today's show, I got a chance to sit down with Jabri Merritt, chef and co-owner of Twin Cities Global Catering. They have a grand opening happening this weekend, and we want to give you the scoop on this new pop-up restaurant that's ran by a trio of culinary trained chefs that have come together to demonstrate their passion for international dishes. Check out the Unbuji Foodie Show every Saturday at 10 a.m. on 104.7 FM WEQI. Stream the show live at www.tunein.com. Make sure to follow me on Facebook at The Unbougie Foodie, Instagram at The underscore Unbougie Foodie, and Twitter at Unbougie Foodie. Also, I invite you to visit my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Let's check out today's show. Hi, folks. This is Wesley Wright, your Unbougie Foodie, and... You are joining me today with an individual by the name of Chef Jabri Merritt. <laughs> We're going to shorten that to Chef Jay, <laughs> and he's going to probably correct me with his name, but I want to thank you all so much for just uh, following along with me and supporting the Unbuji Foodie. This is actually a segment, and I want to get an opportunity to uh, talk to him about a uh, an event that he's actually, well, actually not even an event. His business is about to open. Uh, he's going to have a grand opening, and it is the Twin Cities Global Catering. So, Chef Jay, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to come in and sit down with me. Um, you'll know that this is a food show, and that's why I reached out to you. So I wanted to find out more about your catering company and what brought you to this 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 time, this moment of being able to uh, have this grand opening, and I want to talk a little bit more about your your menu, the, what you're going to be offering and everything, so hey, please, go right ahead. Alright, thank you, Wesley, I really appreciate it, first and foremost, I thank you for this opportunity, glad to be on this um, on this radio during this segment, uh, could not be more grateful for this opportunity, as I stated, um, you almost got it right, it's job uh, free, job free, <laughs> but that's okay, um, Chef Jay is perfectly fine. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, a little bit about the about the company uh, Twin Cities Global Cuisine um, is a catering company, black owned. I have two other chefs with me, Chef uh, Bernetta and Chef Terry. They are both black women. Okay, and we are all St. Paul alumni, graduates of uh, the Culinary Associates uh, program. I saw that. I saw that, um, which is actually wrapping up this May of this year. So we'll be well virtually taking a walk, I guess. <laughs> so you know that's a little bit bittersweet, but to each his own. 
Um, but even before that time, we all have various years of experiences working at high-profile restaurants and some of them had their own separate journeys of uh, corporate America and things of that nature. And I myself have been at other multiple different restaurants um, <clears throat> across the years during my years here in the Twin Cities. So uh, Twin Cities Global Cuisine was a concept that we came up with about uh, approximately six to eight months ago. Okay. And even before then, we had another catering. Uh, there was another catering company with me and, and Chef Vernetta where uh, we were, uh, that we were, that we were, uh, spearheading, I should say, uh, even before that. So we kind of had to break things down and rebuild and rebuild, you know, and revamp it back up, and then move to a different community before we was actually across the across the city in the northeast Minneapolis area. Now we brought it back home into the into the into the St. Paul area, particularly over here on the east side in the Davis Bluff neighborhood. So I couldn't be more happy uh, to, to you know expose us and get this and get the and push the content out as well as. Letting the neighborhood try the different the different types of food that we have to offer. We can't wait. No, and I'm, I'm so excited that, um, you know, uh, when I came across uh, your posting, um, I was like, oh, gosh, I really would like to, you know, have an opportunity to talk to them because, you know, he's going to be in the St. Paul area. And I really didn't realize that you, until you told me when we were, had a conversation, that we were going to be in the Dayton's Bluff area. Um, right. The opening or the restaurant itself is it a restaurant or it's just it's a space and that you're providing just food. Yes. So okay. Basically, we we operate out of the kitchen where we prepare all of our meals. And okay. People, you know, you can place your orders and then they are for pickup at the spot. Um, unfortunately, it's not a big huge spot where people could sit inside and dine. Understood. In. You know, we're not at that chapter yet. No, no. no. <laughs> you know, hey, of course, we all would probably prefer that. Right it now. all takes time to grow, and that's understandable. Right, so a lot of people probably prefer that right now. So, but yeah, it's definitely for pickup, and then eventually we uh, we aim to get to the point where we can deliver, and okay. then eventually, you know, uh, have our own space where people can come and dine in. So, baby steps is baby no. steps, and that's that's a good thing, and that's good progress as well. So it's not hey, just jump right in, and you want to make sure that you take the steps, you know, that you could see your own progression and be happy with it as well. Um, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, I know that you mentioned about you know. I'd say graduated uh, from St. Paul Culinary College. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, but just personally, I mean, not I'm not saying overly personal, but just <laughs> here, you know, how long have you been here in the Twin Cities or are you from the Twin Cities? If that's fine for me to ask that question. No, that's perfectly fine. So, yeah, a little, about, a little bit about me, excuse me. Yeah, so I'm originally from Kansas City. Uh, Kansas, not Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, both sides do exist. <laughs> Only a bridge separates us. We're a lot similar to St. Paul and Minneapolis. But, you know, uh, uh, it, the funny thing is, this, you know, both sides have no have no issues crossing the bridge. So, <laughs> Unlike here, right? There's unspoken beef here between crossing the bridge. Some, so a lot of people, some reason, so I don't know. I will never understand it. It's one of the anomalies I haven't cracked the code to yet. But, um... Yeah, I've been here since 2000. Me and my mother came up here, just um, myself and her, and then my grandma came up here shortly as well. So, um, only child, um, so I've definitely had the influence of my mother and grandma, um, just watching them. I kind of didn't have a choice. You know, okay. They kind of put me to work in the kitchen. So, hey, and then, nothing you know, wrong with that. Exactly. So, all, amongst all the other activities that I love to do, football, basketball, all those things that a young boy likes to do growing up, 
I always came back to the kitchen, um, no matter what, just played with food and played with concepts and experimented. And all my friends that I now know today, years ago, 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago, you know, was the people I was experimenting on. Exactly. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? hey, taste this. Tell yeah. me what you think. Right, right, <laughs> no, right, right. I exactly. Get it. I get so, it. Um, it then became, you know, the multiple different restaurant jobs. There's so many. I can't even, you know. I don't even feel like counting, but you're funny. It, 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 <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, you know, I probably sound like an old head, but I'm not that old at all. I'll be 29 this year, so. Um, but you're not an old head, indeed. Yeah, I'm not, not, <laughs> not, I'm not at all. But I've definitely been in the kitchen since like at least 11. So, but that's okay though, yeah. Because yeah. you know, I mean, that really that is going to be my kind of like my next question. You know, what it started you along that path of wanting to be in the kitchen because you know to your to your point or what you've mentioned already is that you know as a young boy you're basketball sports right. you know, football such and such um what bring brought you to you know come into the kitchen or that interest i mean i know i'm sorry i no, it's I, fine. I like you now or probably back then i like food so right. <laughs> there's no question <laughs> i you know i may not fully Understood at that time, fully understood it. But you know, I want to find out that story from from you and find out what brought you to that place. No problem. Well, I mean, to be perfectly honest, uh, I've always correlated in my head uh, food and science. Okay. And well, what I think a lot of people would agree that you know, food is very is basically science when you're in the kitchen. But we don't look at it that way. It's art as well as science um, and, and definitely math. Right. Especially when you're baking, right? Because baking is a Certainly, whole lot different exactly. than cooking food. Cooking food, you can always, you know, twist and turn a couple of things and they'll still be great. All right. You mess up something in baking, like... That it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, you know, my mother and grandma and select other family members uh, grew up uh, in a Muslim household. Okay. So we were taught to eat many other different things. So I was exposed to a lot of alternative foods. That's normally not, uh, I wouldn't say normally, uh, that is very adjacent to uh, a a typical, uh, you know, person of color household. Understood. So, you know, there was a lot of different substitutes that I was exposed to and things of that nature. Uh, So amongst amongst just having regular food and other different variations of it um i questioned a lot you know i'm a person that had a million questions so and then you add that to experimenting as i get older and cooking right i always just kind of uh was like oh what about this and this and what about this type of period and what does this flavor do to this what does this seasoning herb do to that so that's kind of basically my curiosity is always spearheaded my uh, my love for for cooking and i have such a wide array of taste buds nice. and I'm very open minded um, except for the one thing I'm allergic to <laughs> okay. but um, we're just shrimp but uh, oh wow okay. yeah yeah um, I know it's, it's, I don't know yeah, hey it'd be bittersweet when I finally go to New Orleans but <laughs> <laughs> right but, Man, uh, where shrimp is everywhere exactly and, and, like, and everything yeah what do you have without shrimp like, yeah we got, we got big A's My God. Uh, that's but, what I'm having exactly so um just, just my, my goal has always been uh, having delicious food without and the delicious, healthy alternatives to the food that we know and love, mm-hmm. but without sacrificing the flavor. 
And, uh, and a lot of that, you know, it's, it's a little tricky. You know, some people are very open-minded. Other right. people, like, you know, you kind of got to string them along. Like, come on, try this. Mm-hmm. I know this ain't your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but it tastes just as good. But it tastes. And my question. You might question it, but also just to understand the concept that we can have better choices. We can have more deli- We can have choices that you would not have been thought of. And you're not sacrificing the flavor. It's, it's, it's very good. might be equally delicious. And for other people, it might be even better than... What they normally may be used to And overall I want people to get more to the concept uh, Especially in the world that we live right now Which is definitely pushing uh, Vegans and vegetarians And even pescatarians And um, whatever it is that you choose to consume I'm all for it But just to note that we have Options. We have a lot more options than before, especially in other communities where they're used to having food deserts and, and not having access to different type of foods. Just to just to be able to expose people, you can use, you can work with what you have, right? And even then, you can gain access to a couple of other different things, and you could turn something, you know, with just having a little bit more open mindedness, you could turn something that you would never thought of into a, a very great meal, and it could be very beneficial for you from a health concept, and that's what. I like to push out there so a little bit of education a little bit of science and just also just like you know tying in that culture as well no that's awesome you know and as i've mentioned before all the time you know listeners would know that you know being this is a food show it's not all about just going out to a restaurant i'm really an advocate i don't know you can see right now there's a there's a book over here that i have i know it's kind of i wasn't planning to talk to you about it but i'm just going to share it with you but it's like no recipe recipe cookbook i mean dude literally there is I've never seen that. That's, I have, that's incredible. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, that, that so I, I have this idea or this thought process of, you know, I just put throw things together or whatever at times. So I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. You put things together. There is a science behind it, understanding about it too. But then, you know, to your point of the alternatives of different options that we have available, um, this show is about encouraging people to take, to consider those options and mm-hmm. not just, okay, well, I only have fast food in my area or in my neighborhood. That's all I know. It is cheap. Uh, well, if you probably use some of that money that you probably would have spent at such and such a place and maybe bought this type of vegetables and maybe this type of protein or something like that, you could have something that lasts for quite a long time period. Or like you said, a really great meal for the evening and then just think about what would what could happen for the future, the following exactly. day and so forth. And so it, it is about promoting people you know, to have that uh, accessibility and that, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about uh, food sovereignty and understanding about you really can control and have some type of reign over what you consume yep. uh, and not allow other people or, or, or just because it's a business it's in the, or fast food that's in the area. That's the only thing that I have, you know, well, if you have a little space or maybe you could work together with a community garden, right. have a small plot or whatever, grow something. Um, and just go there and learn about harvesting your your vegetables or whatever your know, items it is, right. and use that to help feed your family as well. Absolutely, and I highly agree with everything that you said. Um, and <clears throat> this isn't even to cast judgment on anybody because we all go out to eat. We of all course. like to experience the ambiance. We always like we all like to experience the environment and good food and support of other businesses and restaurants as we should. 
Um, but, you know, I also am a firm believer of the more that we experiment, the more we take time to try different foods as well as, you know, cook different meals and think a little bit more outside the box. The more you gain control of what it is that you choose to eat, the more you gain control of not, over, not only your health, but overall your life itself. Exactly. Um, you know, the food that we choose to consume is actually very pivotal to, you know, how we, our outlook on life, you know, it, it literally, it feeds us and nourishes us. And again, we're not asking to be, perf- you know, perfectionist by any means necessary. Right. <laughs> I like, I like Popeye, just like, no, like the really? next person. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? But, you know, it's everything just a, in it, moderation, everything in moderation. And just like, as long as you're striving, you know, put one foot forward and trying to be better, uh, especially for those around you or, you know, children in the household, whatever it is that, that whatever your situation is, just understanding like, hey, um, make an attempt and understand why it might be important. And, to, and the biggest one of all, it can taste good. Right, exactly. <laughs> and can save you money sometimes. And can save you money sometimes. I'm telling you, so, you I know. mean, trying to go out, you know, yeah, it takes takes money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots I mean, of money sometimes. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like, you know, we can all pull up anywhere. You know, 10-piece McNugget. You know, let me get that real quick. Like, right, you know, exactly. We, we all love it. Like, there's no shade at all. No, but, yeah, so definitely. It's one of those things where it's just, it's important to understand. It's important to know. I think a lot of people do and are aware of it. Right. And a lot of people are, more, are coming into a sense of comfortability now that, you know, food is like all around us now. We are blessed to be in a place in a city that has an abundance of there's so many food distribution programs there's so exactly. many places giving away food exactly. there's so, so many grocery stores um, you know even with people's situations there's there's so many resources out here that gives um, and so not only just you know it kind of puts you in that position where we're like okay look at what I have and then you know not only look at what I can get but also look at what I have right. what can I create from this um, and just you know just, just yeah, just making something great out of it. So like, that's one thing about about us, right? Especially growing up, you know. Especially if you was around mom or grandma, anybody else. As kids, we didn't understand it. We might sit up there and be like, you know, we see three things in the cabinet. Right, exactly. And then, but mom, mom or grandma, whoever, they see two meals probably. <laughs> right, and then you were like, you know, you'll come back two hours later and dinner's there and it's a four course meal. Like, right, where did you get that from? You know what I mean? So no. it's kind of the same thing. It's just like experimentation. Like I see three meals, I could stretch this out. Right, like, we exactly. have no idea. So we all got a little bit of that experience right there. So now. We came from those. We came from that experience growing up, right. and now that we have a little more available, um, we can you know expand and explore and just you know enjoy what we have. That's awesome. Uh, coming from that viewpoint of wanting to support the community and basically show show. Uh, individuals that there are options and, and alternatives to different types of foods that they have. Um, you mentioned about food distribution. Um, you seem very knowledgeable uh, about um, uh, food equity within the community. How long or how is that? How has that played a part in what you're presenting to the community with uh, the foods that you're preparing? Is that a is that a like a way deep question or something? No, okay, good. Not at all. Um, I've, I've never thought about segueing, you know, cr- you know, cross referencing those. Uh, but that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> so I would say some of the dishes that we serve and prepare are not very hard okay. to purchase or you know 
you know, it's, you know, we, we like, we have like a coconut rice and peas on the menu. Mm-hmm. That is a more traditional Caribbean Jamaican dish, which is I love, love, love. Okay. You know, it's not hard to obtain rice and beans. Um, when you go to resources, they it, give you that. Anyway. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, we have a glazed carrots, which is literally the equivalent to, um, um, uh, candy carrots is equivalent to candy yams. Okay, that you know most people are uh, known for loving. You know, especially around the holidays. Right, of course. So carrots again, like that's you know nobody's gonna. I don't think anybody is struggling to obtain carrots. These are the things that you can e- uh, easily acquire up here, no matter where you are, whether it's a grocery store or a distribution resource or a place like that where people are giving you groceries. So um, produce in itself is uh, again like. I don't think we have a, a really huge lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's one of the ways that that makes sense. That's represented in some of our dishes as well as just the different types of meals that we offer are highlights of different, you know, um, different cultures and cuisines, which is why it's called Twin Cities Global Cuisine. We have some, a uh, little bit of African culture in our food. And, then, you know, our menu that we are exposing right now right. is literally only the beginning. We're going to expand and expand awesome. and bring in more dishes, as, you know, uh, the longer that we're at the kitchen. Um, and, you know, we have a little bit of African, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, representation in our dishes, Caribbean, uh, from the Midwest and, you know, parts of the South. So, you know, there's a little bit of that in there. The Caribbean. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, and just, you know, just the overall, you know, uh, African-American experience. And then, you know, we'll offer some more things as time goes on as well. So you'd be surprised what we'll be featuring on the menu. We'll have some chef specials at least once a month. That's awesome. That will be highlighting different things that you probably would have never thought you saw coming. So okay. We're, we're not only knowledgeable, but we, you know, we have great experience in making a lot of dishes that will be, that will be displayed. And uh, yeah, just to get people again to just kind of just, you know, like a step global experience, a basically. Global experience, you know, that you get some international. You no, know, let's let's make your taste buds international, right? Exactly, you know, exactly. Might, you might not afford that trip to Milan, you know, right, but, but we got Milan on the plate. Exactly, you know what I mean? So exactly, exactly. <laughs> what about the two other um, uh, ladies that are working along with you? That you know that you all are all collaborating together I know that they're not here and you can't speak for them you're right. not trying to but um, what's how long have they been in involved in, in food or whatever I'm, I'm not asking you to tell like oh their story or whatever but right. just you know briefly how have you how long have you known one another and you all kind of made up made this concept or put together this concept to do um, Twin Cities global catering right so uh, chef Terry I've known her for about um, about a year okay. met her through class nice. um, that we had and just we did a lot of cooking and we had to run a restaurant in that in that uh, St. Paul College they have a, a City View Grill Cafe Okay, and, um, and then we all take turns with the rest of the class um, so just kind of watching people and see what they bring and see what they're in control of during our menus and you know personalities making that connection making that connection no. just kind of getting to know about people who's like I like what you did there. Right, exactly. See, see I can see it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I've known her for about, uh, about a year now. Then Chef Vernetta, uh, I've known her since the beginning of our classes, which is, you know, it was a two-year course. Okay. So, and then, you know, learned that she has the, the rich African and Ghanaian culture. Nice. As well as some Caribbean ties. And I'm just like, yes, I love that. <laughs> I know. I'm so, like, you, you know, said my favorite word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know, so... so uh, 
definitely was a you know been invited you know to her world and brought those dishes and kind of spruced it up and flared and we started talking and that we already had these plans and you know we already jump started it halfway throughout the school year right so you know everything just kind of aligned perfectly uh in a sense and uh they are you know great incredible women that's been cooking well before you know the uh, the school as well i could and imagine myself so we kind of was like this was more of a, like a you know uh, icing on the cake and more cementing you know, you know, and foundation you know exactly. even cementing that foundation even further knowing that hey we know how to cook right we know what we're bringing to the table right and, and also understanding that you know we, we have an understanding that yes we could get it out the mud and you know we can build from scratch and do it all on our own but that we don't want to because we understand the true meaning of a village right. and that we get further along you know as a as a community or as a group versus trying to go out there you know strong headed which is no problem no no nothing wrong with that at all but you know it, it's a lot right. as far as business goes no, so, of you know, course you need some people around you to be like you know he, I've, I've, I've had a business before this, you know, just by myself and wearing eight different masks a day because you have to be the accountant as well as the manager, as a social handler, <laughs> exactly. as well as the cook, as well as the person that handles phone calls, yes. as well as advertising and the accountant. It's ridiculous. No, I get it. I <laughs> Shout out to all of you out there, all right? Doing that. That's doing it just by yourself or feeling like you, know, you can. Um, you mentioned along the along the way throughout your story yes you gave the impression that you were a person that likes to consider food and the stories that are associated with it um that's kind of what this not i keep saying kind of i'm trying to relay that that is what this show is really about too is about uh, with so many different cultures that we have within the twin cities uh, and not even, I won't even go that far. Just even within our immediate neighborhood of like Dayton's Bluff or just east side of St. Paul, there's so many different um, type of cuisines and cultures that live in this area. And I'm all a person that's all about learning because I have a my parents are from Central America, so I have a, a Caribbean oh, okay. background. And but I am so close to Latin culture. I'm really appreciate. Uh, Filipino food. I really appreciate Thai food. I'm learning more about Hmong, so I and uh, learning more about uh, Ethiopian and Somalian tastes and cuisines as well. So these are all nice. things that are like, man, I want to. But I also want to understand and appreciate. You know, there are certain. I think there are certain moments where um, families will create a, a dish based upon maybe a, cele- a celebration, or uh, they're, they're having it because someone has passed away or something like that. So right. I'm relating all that or asking that question because um, the indiv- other individuals, the ladies that are also working along with you, I'm quite sure that they have stories that go along with the foods and so forth that you are bringing together and and you know as your catering company. Um, what do you want to speak on that a little bit, or maybe just add to that? Um, yeah, I'll add to it a little bit. Um, some of the dishes that we have on our menu is definitely, you know, because all, all the dishes on our menu are a culmination of all three of us. Um, and some of the dishes on the menu, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely represents their background and where they come from and the ties that they still have to this day. Um, I'm not fully aware of even if there's specific stories tied to those Got recipes. It. 
but I do know they represent the rich cultural heritage that you know that that's running through their bloodline to this day. That they go pre, you know, that they even go, they have family there and visit there overseas, or even in uh, Caribbean and Central America. So <clears throat> that's kind of where they're drawing those recipes from, and they've been, you know, you have those recipes in your family for right. so long that it's just like you know it's second nature. So, and the same with the dishes that are brought. So. Um, again, tying those rich cultural recipes along with the different regions for where we grew up in. Right. It's just a big old anomaly, you know, like especially but, where we come from. <clears throat> so he's right. just like, oh, I'm from here, but I live here, but I got ties here. Right, so but like, it just, that's, it, it brings it all together. It connects everyone together. Right. You know, but one of the things that I always say is that food is one of the things that connects people. We all have to eat. Exactly. You know, sustenance is important for all of us. You know, water and food are like exactly. main things. But, uh, you know, of course, other things. But it, when it comes down to having conversations, building community, food is one of the main things. I mean, we even saw that when it came down to, you know, the strife that we had within the past year. And, and you know, I'm quite sure that in the future, if we come up with certain things, you know, as well, what brings people together is people helping out with food, exactly. feeding people within the community, and you know it's it's an admirable thing. Um, I know that that's not like oh well I'm going out just because I want to get this accolade. <laughs> it is because you have a desire about you know, one about food, you have a passion for food, but also you know you're coming about and sharing that within the community too. Absolutely. So I want to talk about your menu. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. Go. Okay, so let, let's talk about um, really brief. It's it's gonna be. It's I said it. I it's looking at the menu and it says open for takeout um, March twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Yep. Uh, the takeout menu. Uh, you're gonna have to cur- probably correct me or something like that. But um, there's a number of different items on here that I would like to partake of. <laughs> <laughs> a number. Uh, gosh. I'm going to try to see if I can make it bigger or whatever, but what's something uh, I'm going to ask, I'm going to put you on the spot now. What? Uh, what's your favorite thing to make? Ah, or let's say, what's your favorite thing on your menu to make that you like enjoy that is like, almost like a signature? The signature guaranteed will be the black bean veggie burger. All right. Um, you know, you not only am I advocate for lots of vegetarian and even vegan dishes. Yep, I see um, that over here. Uh, so you know, you know, um, people I can't tell about my size, but <laughs> 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 you know, some people might think like, "Oh, you, you should be a walking stick." That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah. But, uh, no, um, the you know the the black bean uh, veggie burgers are incredible. Um, they come with you know all your fixings, um, nice lettuce and. Beef steak, tomatoes, house-made pickles, and a chipotle uh, mayo that okay. comes on there. So it's a it's a it's a little bit of a kick, and then you know it's not it's 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 very different from the typical burgers that people get from the grocery aisle or in the freezer and things like that. People think about you know old veggie burgers and they're hard and you know things like that. So <laughs> he yeah. y'all didn't see my facial expression. You know, he so. did, but I was just like. Mm. Yeah, you know, kind of like, a little bit. It's one of those things like you might go on the barbecue and the grill, and there's a couple of veggie burgers on the back. Right, exactly. You know, you're like, bypass those. I'm like, we don't want that. They look right. a different color. They right, don't look right, right. <laughs> but if you, you try the black bean veggie burger, um, yeah. And we had a soft opening a couple of weeks ago. We had a 
we had another experimentation of even a couple weeks before that. Nice. And even with my last business with myself and Chef Vernetta, um, they were a hit, hit, hit. There is not one bad response okay. out there for people that no, try. That's, and, you know, that's and awesome. Wife, still, I'm not. I've not ever had a veggie burger, and so the, the goal is to, you know, it's a little bit of a trickery going on. The goal is to eat something so good you don't even realize that, you know, not only is this healthy, but like I said, this tastes just like a, a really good burger. burger. Yeah, exactly. Even if, it, even if it is different to you, you'll still eat it again and okay. again and um, again. And, so, and wonder is like, dang, how could I have this again? <laughs> when can I have it again? You right, know? right. You don't feel bad. <laughs> right, you know exactly. No, exactly. So, you know, um, and uh, so that's one of my favorite things to make. Um, All right. And then you know we have our you know our smoked brisket is to is to you know is to die for. There's <laughs> there's chicken over there too there that is. I see. There's jerk chicken. All right. It's a jerk chicken, and we make our own jerk marinade. So, okay. In house, so right. you know, no shade to all the brands of jerk sauce out there and, and marinades because it gets the job done. But just something about doing it fresh. You know, and you know we're small, so we we're, we, can, we can do that. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, here's we're we're still talking on the subject. I think uh, of your menu, yes. Because um, uh, you know the little smoke smoke brisket, or I'm thinking of any connection with brisket or whatever, and then Kansas City, yes, and, and so forth. Yes. Um, you don't know where I'm going with this yet, but uh, is there? A, a special sauce or anything that you have or that you utilize or for the brisket? Yeah, actually, no, we don't. It's um, just it's the so smoke. It's so, so succulent and tender. That like we offer any. barbecue sauce. It comes with it. Okay, um, and then even when it gets warmer out, we pair it with the nice coleslaw. Okay, um, but it doesn't come with a special sauce. Um, it hasn't been needed so far. All right. So in order to toot my horn too much, um, you know, I am from Kansas City. I do love my good barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just say it. You know, I ever had I ever had incredible barbecue up here. Mm-hmm. But you know, if there is out there, you know, somebody needs to somebody say to expose me. You know, because I've been waiting. But, uh, you know, uh, no. yeah. But yeah, no. So we don't. We don't make a special in-house secret barbecue sauce okay. yet. All Trust right. me, that's been on my head though, because you know when when it gets nice out and the grills are breaking out like it did this last weekend. Right, exactly. That, you know, it's 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 going to come. Um, unfortunately, we've been in we've been in uh in some in the kitchens where we haven't had huge access okay. to be um, grilling. Okay. So a lot of things that we offer. You know, you can't if you don't have a grill. You know, you can't put so you can't get certain things on the menu. But we are blessed enough to have uh, smokers and things like that. So that's where the smoke brisket comes. All in. right. So you know, the, when one day when we when we obtain the grill, the <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, the barbecue chicken and other things like that will we'll, start to come. We'll start to come out. Especially, we'll have some definitely definitely have some seasonal items that be like, oh, I've been waiting for this one. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm gonna read a little bit of the says the. The business hours of first when first weekend is Saturday and Sunday. Second weekend um, Sunday only. Fourth weekend Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and then you encourage folks to catch you every Saturday at uh, Black Business um, is beautiful event. Um, 
that's one that I haven't really heard of, or I guess I'm not familiar with. That happens every, uh, well, from 11 a.m. to uh, 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Where is that located? Do you know? So the Black Business is Beautiful event is spearheaded by the lab. Uh, okay. Credit one of the people, Janet Johansson, at the lab. That's 767 Eustace Street. Okay. That's uh, the address right that I was to, looking Right next to uh, uh, 280, uh, right off of 280. In, in that in that area, which I could you know kind of kitty corner from you around University. Okay. As you know, I'm a landmark person. So no, no, no. So you know, um, it's a big, um, bright red and white building, and it has a lab on the side of it, um, which their brewery company is doing. But they have a Black Business Beautiful thing, which they had a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Uh, as well, um, and so they have one on the 10th and another one on May 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So we'll be there on the 10th. Um, with our with our tables and our we'll be vending we'll be a vendor okay. and we'll be offering a special select uh, chef special that's <laughs> not on this menu right so you know if you want to try something brand new and I'm not going to dispose what it is yet but I guarantee <laughs> I I'm saying it right now hold me to it I guarantee there will be a line for it. Uh, and it's not going to be It's not on the menu that you see right now So, you know, it's, it's marketing <laughs> I don't like you <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm supposed to know All these different secrets and everything like that True, believe me I, I'm like, I don't ask people to re- reveal Their secrets right. and their and, and everything no, But, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you just kind of want to like I, I, You can tell me off air or something You know, <laughs> you don't have to I'm only I'm kidding I'm, I'm only kidding, kidding. But yeah, so those are our hours, and we are uh, pretty much practically open uh, the second and fourth weekend of uh, weekend of every month. So that's we're open bi-weekly. Uh, so you know, if you really love the food, you know, you know, you start to, you know, we put orders in advance. You know, uh, yeah, would, I, well, I, I hope it gets to the point where we could be there uh, uh, open every weekend. But right. right now, you know, we all still got day jobs. So. No, t- hello, <laughs> same here. <laughs> But so, you know, more on the information on that, because uh, you were speaking about placing an order, you could do it by via, uh, via email, which is twincitiesglobal at gmail.com. Correct. Uh, or um, you could call, folks could call or they could text uh, the number is 651-983-0277. And I don't know why I'm saying it when you probably know this by heart. You no, should... it's fine. Okay. Free <laughs> promo. Free promo. <laughs> And you know, we also do have a website, um, but I'm not, you know, it's it's normally TwinCitiesGlobal.com, okay. um, but it's under construction right now. We're revamping the website. When we get that up and running within the next couple of days, then we'll be able, then our customers will be able to solely place their orders online. That's so cool. Of calling the email. I mean, yeah, it's just the days and age that we live in. So we want the convenience. We want it to be great. And so we found some bugs and we had to fix it before, you know, our grand opening. So. Uh, you know, once we do that, people could click an order online and then just come and pick it up and things like that. So, you so know, cool. and, uh, some people got, you know, people that don't know call anymore. It's a little bit of anxiety placing right. an order like, on the phone. Mm, right? mm, mm, I don't want to talk to nobody right now. But that's for right now with his phone and email. Okay. Then, you know, we'll definitely update it. And you'll see it on the Facebook and our pages and Instagram and things like that. We'll, like, website is now available for place orders. Okay. And that's how we'll collect the orders from there. So, yeah. Pickup, uh, it says the pickup orders are at 705 3rd Street East. That's in St. Paul 55106. Yep. Um, That's uh, okay. half a mile from here. That is, okay. on, that is on the kitchen on the bluff. See, yep, right okay. There. Yep, kitchen on the bluff. That's so correct. cool, so cool. And I, 
I have never been to Kitchen on the Bluff, so I'm going to have to go there one day. Um, yeah, there's a couple of businesses in there. There's okay. about three other businesses in there as well. So it's a pretty big kitchen, and we okay. all kind of share the space and, you know, um, yeah, awesome. operate from there. Uh, not, I'm not name dropping, but I'm going to ask, do you oh. know Chef Lachelle Cunningham? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. I'll, 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 only met her like two or three times. Okay, we're, we're, we're friends online. That's awesome. Then, cool. then I, you know, she's uh, I still to this day, me and Chef Renetta, <laughs> you know, <laughs> saying we were upset because we didn't get the chance for her to actually teach us a class. Uh, she was already out the door yeah. when we had first started our classes, and so it was like, ah, yeah. so much about you. And right. We still keep in contact to this day. Uh, congratulations, shout out to her because she's spearheading another pilot program. Uh, over there, um, down fair, uh, not Fairview, um, the I Good forget, Acre, I believe. The Good Acre, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, with her program and her cooking classes and all the things that she does, and she's a wonderful person. She, she's she's a very wonderful, graceful person. I, yeah. I love that woman to death. Um, yes, I do. I am aware of Chef Lachelle. Cunningham. That's awesome. Um, I, I, I'm a, I have a sweet tooth. I, I'm not, and that's why I don't really have a whole lot of sweets in my house <laughs> or anything. But I you know, <laughs> I do know. I, I you know, I, I have to eat sweets away from my home. Yep. And you know, and like I could only have a slice or something like that yep. because of. Hey, here's a cake for you to take home or a pie. I'm like, devil. Right. right. You know, I, I can't do that. I can't do. But I see some things on here that I'm like. Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, it said there's a chocolate cake with caramel. Uh, what? Yes. Caramel what? That is caramel pecan. Caramel and pecans. Is that pecans or? Yes. Okay. Just that checking. is our chocolate turtle cake. Oh lord. That is Chef Renetta's special uh, in the dessert world. Mm. It is incredibly. And decadent. I see. Oh, yes. I see a really nice one, salted caramel. Yes, it's incredibly decadent. It's hurtful. An incredibly decadent uh, chocolate cake. Dang. Extremely moist. Um, who doesn't like a nice slice of chocolate cake? Exactly. And uh, I love pecans. So you know, pecans, pecans. Shout out to my. I was folk. just about to shout out to my southern that. folk. You know, I'm average to say pecans, but you know, I don't care how you say it. Right? I know it's good. Exactly. It ain't gonna change how it tastes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, very rich, moist, succulent chocolate cake that we offer. And it's, it, it really is. Yeah, you can only get a mini slice. So <laughs> I'm only going to offer Dang you a mini slice. That's now. fine. And That's if you want to order a whole no, cake no, no. for an event. No, no, no. No, Because I'd be making up an yeah. event and be like, yeah, yeah, I need a cake for the whole event. Yeah, it's event. a really it's a very, we very don't want good. That. It's a nice three-layer. <laughs> nice three-layer. Homemade caramel. Almost Pretty much everything that's on that menu is literally made in house. I mean, everything sounds delicious. Um, you know, once again, I know that I've already said it, but once again, if you want to give a shout out to, uh, well, not even shout out, but just kind of like give more, give the information again about how people are able to order, uh, but also any social media or something like that where they could contact you and find out more about you, follow you. Um, please feel free to share that right now. I'd love for you to do so. Absolutely. So um, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twin Cities Global Cuisine. We have our own Facebook page as well as Instagram, Twin Cities Global Cuisine. I know our page 
might say Twin Cities Global Catering at the moment. Mm-hmm. So if it pops up, whether Cuisine or Catering, I believe it might be Catering at the moment. But that is us. Um, our location is 705 East 3rd Street, St. Paul, uh, 55106. That is the Kitchen on the Bluff. That is where you can come and pick up your orders. And uh, as well as you can contact us uh, via email, twincitiesglobal at gmail.com. Um, and you can reach us at our phone number to call us, 651 uh, 983. Yeah, 983-0277. <laughs> I thought it was 612 for a second. Uh, I don't have it. That's our business phone. Uh, 651-983-0277. And our website will be revamped shortly. And we will announce that on our Facebook page and Instagram as well so people can place their orders online, especially after this debut. And uh, those are some of the ways that you can reach us. Also, uh, TikTok for all the younger generation out Uh-oh. there is up in the is up in the works. It's actually technically created, but I haven't mastered it yet. So um, neither have I. <laughs> right, right. So like, it's it's not hard to do. It's just uh, investing the time it to master time. it. Yes. To master it. So it, you know, it is up there because you know who doesn't like seeing people you know cooking. You know all the wonderful Eating. things that we got to do. Exactly. So, sharing. Exactly. So you know. We have a lot of photos and a lot of delicious things to, to share with everyone, uh, as, you know, especially myself. Because even before then, I used to um, spent about uh, eight years in the, in the districts of St. Paul School. So I, def- I have educator experience and a teacher experience, and teaching cooking classes is something that I've done before. That's awesome. Um, with the youth, so I love, love, love the opportunity of teaching uh, the young kids out there, um, girl and boy. Uh, you know, the opportunities of how fun it is to actually cook. Um, bring back enrichment classes. <laughs> I'm serious. Bring back enrichment classes. I, we was raised in enrichment classes. We had all types of, yeah, you know, all those different classes exactly. that we loved in school and that they, they, they taught about. We, you know, we, we're still shaking our hands and no. shaking our fists at financial literacy because we never got that right. right. But at least some schools had economics and things like that. And how to sew, how to cook, right. how to, you know, right. stuff we like had that. Some, we had a home ed class. We had, right. you know, Lego class. We had science, different types of sciences and like computer classes, things like that. They don't have those. A lot of those don't have those anymore. No. Maybe in other districts, but. But teaching those classes, especially cooking to the kids, like especially in, in communities that deem as, you know, a food desert or right. don't have a whole lot of access to foods, showing them what they can make and then bringing that to the table. Because a lot of our kids are hungry. Right. A lot of our kids are hungry. So if I you mean, can teach them at an early age how to put something together that won't confuse them, that they know they most likely can have at home. Exactly. It, it, it's the best. So, you know. I appreciate you bringing up, uh, talking a little bit about those statistics because we know that right now it's like one in eight families is going hungry or is hungry yep. or is facing some type of food uh, equity or insecurity right now. And yep. that's very, very important. I mean, just not even trying to go the negative route or, or anything like that. What we've been facing in the past year has caused individuals that never even thought about, oh, I'm going to have to go and go to food distribution or to a food shelf or something like that. Now they're standing in line and they're just kind of like, is anybody going to see me or whatever? It's like, okay, we're all in the same boat because we're all in the same line or, or something. Or, you know, we're having some type of issue with food. So, you know, it's it's affecting more people right now. Even then, you know, what, I think a year ago, I think it was one in 11 or one in nine. So you yeah. can see how that is changing. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's well, important. And not to interrupt, sorry if I did. But no, that, no, that, no, no. You know, we're in another Great Depression. 
Um, yes. I don't want to get, get and bring all that negativity. No, no, no. I'm also, I'm also a realist. And, exactly. Uh, it's, a, it's a great depression 2.0, and it's, it's been like that for the last, people probably say the last couple of years, but it's been like that for almost 10 years. Um, you know, I'm, I like to pay attention to the, the marketing world. I like of to course, pay attention the to trends and so forth. You kind of have to, especially in the world of business, like these things excite my brain. So to know where you are, to know where everything is right now at a standpoint, economically speaking, and then you talk about community resources and things like that, it's all it's all tied together. Right. Um, and so, you know, the people that stand outside in these distribution programs and volunteering is, you know, it's... It's just it's, it's no different than in the '40s, you know, hanging in the child line like good times. You right. Know what I mean, um, and then social media has a big influence with that. A lot of people are embarrassed. A lot of people don't want to be exactly. that they have to that they have to, that they that they are in a position of need for these things. But everybody's in the same position. So, and, you know, when you add that when you add that factor into it, you know, it brings a lot of shame and and things like that where. Uh, it's naturally nothing to be shameful about. And I know that's easier said than done, but you know, I, I come from an extremely rough background. You know, I've I've been homeless three times, me and my mother. So, and I've slept in my car. I've done all types of things, but I volunteered at uh, at the different places for food distributions for a total of four years, uh, giving out to other people. This this Minnesota is an incredibly vast state with a ton right. of free resources. It we we. It's no, no, it's no, amazing I, here. No. So you know, it's almost to the point where I'm like I'm very glad. You know, maybe people. Um, I hope people have learned to have a different outlook on it because it, it's nothing to be ashamed about. I right. get it, especially if you may not you're not used to being in that position. Exactly, but. Um, at least the resources are here. Exactly, at least the resources are here. There's definitely places out there where I come from. There's not that doesn't exist. Mm. You know, transportation buses don't barely exist. I mean, back in my neighborhood in Kansas City, like so, like it's one of those things where you have to learn to be grateful. And I've, I've learned over time that a lot of people simply just don't know. Mm. What the resources and availability is out there, you know, it could be something around the corner. They had no idea. It's very true. It's very true. So when they, when they find out about these places, I'm so happy. And even on my page, and I share these things when I find out about information of people to give to others, exactly because you've been there, right? And you know how much of a need that people have for it. And so just you know, food brings everybody together. You know, not only eating food and being able to afford the food, but just you know, giving back. Exactly. And hopefully, with Twin Cities Global Cuisine, we can get to a point where we can volunteer ourselves are to, to uh, be at events where we give back and provide meals to other people as well. So, you know, free of charge just because, you know, we understand the plight of uh, food inequities. Of course. Of course. That, all your points are, are, I have to, if we had a, a, a clapping, an audience or something like that, I'm quite sure that there would be cheers and everything because of that. But, you know, uh, it, you know, I want to offer, and again, I have to, really express my appreciation for you coming in and having this conversation with me about not only about your yourself personally about your your catering company um, or organization um, but also just your thoughts on overall about food and how what it can do or what it should be doing for the community what organizations can do to help what you know there are resources and so forth mm-hmm. so you know please continue to offer you know suggestions on resources in your in the community um this is a place 
you know, the, this show. If you ever have an opportunity and say, hey, you know, uh, there's something that I want to mention or throw out there, please feel free. Give me a call. This is a platform for anyone really that has, I encourage anyone that has a food business or is interested in food related, um, uplifting organizations or events for the community. I invite them to come on the show. There's no, I don't have any (laughs) ulterior motive or anything like that. I'm just trying to get people to share your, your share the resources. Share what you know. Right. Exactly. Uh, Rather than that or whatever it's like really you have the ability to share with other people and everything and why not rather than making it seem like well i'm just gonna keep it to myself thank you for touching on that it's been one of the biggest things that's that's that i'm not even gonna lie it made me resentful for a number of years growing up uh here i just i did not have a good experience with extracting that type of information really from certain from certain uh, from individuals um and not to be really negative or anything, you know, it's like the more you get exposed to, the more you learn, the more you experience. Um, but, you know, food resources is something that should not be, you know, there should be no gatekeeping when it comes to that. No. It should be gatekeeping when it comes to a lot of information. I am an advocate for if you know about something and even if it doesn't benefit you, pass it along so right. it might benefit the next person. Um, information and free game is literally free game. Exactly. You know, it costs free, $3.99 to share that. Um, and it, it you may not need it, but somebody you else may not need it, but somebody else may need it, and so it's just you know, uh, uh, it's sometimes it blows me, but other times you know it's like okay, we're gonna move forward. This is the information that people should know about. Pass it along. Go exactly. about your day. Um, everything doesn't need to be a favor for a favor. No, it really so, doesn't. It really know, does not. Maybe that's just how. <laughs> that's just my thought process, and people are different. But again, it's. If you, like, come on. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it doesn't harm anyone. It really, so it really does I, not. I think more people are understanding of that. More people are starting to do that now. And just, you know, just, again, pass the information along. Because everything that we come across, we didn't take for people that gave us that information. Right. We went our own way regardless. But I'm still, you can still show appreciation. Exactly. For the information and knowledge that you do retain. And just, you know, give it to somebody else. You know, you have no need for it. So you, Plus, if, you never know when that, that other exactly. person is going to actually need it. They might have some reservations about... No, we already touched on it. I don't want people to know my business. I don't want to, you know, the, them to be. I'm, I'm too embarrassed. I'm too this. I'm too that. It's like sometimes you don't need. It has nothing to do with trying to announce. Yeah, I'm telling this person over here. It's like just put it out into the universe. Somebody's gonna hear it, pick it up, see it, appreciate it, be like, damn, okay, I'm gonna take these notes or whatever because you know I don't know where my next meal is gonna come from, and that's the that's the important thing. Absolutely, and I know for for myself, you know, I I've admitted there have been times, especially this, during uh, summer, there are some times where it's like, okay, folks, you might see me at uh, this food uh, distribution <laughs> uh, <clears throat> because yeah. Have a little bit of a struggle this week <laughs> or whatever. But uh yeah, but I'm saying it in the sense of I may not need it, but others might. And if you have the resource or you know of a resource to share, 
there have been times where I've used an entire show and just gone down a list of 20 or 30 different resources in the neighborhood, yep. across the nation, yep. you know, what? just, you know, someone listening that they're going to be like, oh, dang, you know, I that's some information I really could use or I could yep. utilize. And I might be able to pass on to a family member or to another friend or my neighbor. I know my neighbor is kind of like such and such, or, you know, they are, they're kind of... Stay to themselves. Let me go check on them. They need some food. Let me go bring them. Yep. And I would even say that to, to those listening out there, or it would be wise of you to to take advantage of those situations. Heck yeah. Just because, again, I cannot stress it enough. We happen to live in a place where these resources are of in abundance. Yes. And we have no idea when those things, when some of those things might come to a screeching halt. Right. Exactly. So it's like. Take advantage of what you can and, you know, be not only be, you know, be happy and um, thankful for it, but pass it on to, to other people, especially if you know that you've been in a, in a struggling situation and you get there and you, um, you see that it's a line around the block and lets you know that it's not just you. Right. And I think we're aware of that, but sometimes we may be in our own world sometimes yeah, um, and for, for all different types of, you know, for all different type of reasons, reasons. rightfully so. Um, but just just being exposed and then telling other people because again, even to this day, especially last year, um, it's it just amazed me how many people literally don't know the free all the free stuff that is given in their own communities right, right around the corner, right around the block, um, and, and arguably in a world where we have supercomputers in our pockets every single day that right. we're constantly looking at. And it, that, like, so much vast technology and information at the click of a button. And so those are the things that just, like, wow, like, people really don't know. Um, and I'm not saying that you should know. Right. It's just that it's telling. Um, some places are, you know, some places that offer all these resources are really out there. Some places might be a little more discreet, right? Or just you know, you have to ask somebody about it, and they might know. So I get it, you know. That's also another important point too, because yes, there are those organizations that are out there, you know, and you know they have a website, they have this, they have that, but you don't see them making a whole lot of announcements, right? But they're there within the community, yes. So they're 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 supporting and knowing that okay, well, we're. Trying to be respectful of that, the, yeah. the individuals that are coming there. We don't there. need to be loud. No, exactly. Actions speak louder than exactly. Words. You know, yes. and if anything, if we're able to affect a small group of people rather than oh, it's nationwide and you know attention and everything like that. But the community, if you're supporting your community and everything, your community is going to come back and support you and realize, gosh, they really stood up for us. Absolutely. They supported us. They brought food for us, water, whatever the case is. So it. No matter what size organization, you know, these resources are out there. And we can both agree, right. definitely agree, that, uh, you know, hello, once again, food is bringing people together. Food is supporting people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's showing that we, we care about one another, especially during these times right now. We need that more than ever. More than ever. Absolutely. Just, man. Oh, my goodness. This has been such a great conversation you know I, you know i know that this is a you know this portion of our, our of is just a segment that's being taped and everything for the show but uh and that's going to be played but i i thank you so much for being here thank and you for, for having me man this is just this has been wonderful i really do appreciate uh having you here 
uh, Chef J. I'm shortening it because I'm not. That's fine. I can't say your name right. I don't get it. It's Jabri. Jabri. <laughs> Jabri. Okay. Jabri. Yep. Well, Chef Jay, thanks so much for being here uh, again, representing Twin Cities Global Catering. Mm-hmm. Uh, please make sure you all go check them out on Facebook. I know he's already given that information already, but uh, if not, please go to their Facebook page and check them out because you know they got this event coming up tomorrow that you need to go to, yep. and uh, tomorrow on Sunday, actually, you know, it's a, it's a grand opening, it's gonna be food. Hello, it's right in the community, it's in Dayton's Bluff, it's down the street from me. So, anyway, just know <laughs> that uh, they are ready and available to give you all some, prepare some really great uh, food for you, and um, I'm looking forward to it too, so um, I don't know, we, we might have to, as I leave here tomorrow, uh, well, today, Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. I'll be showing up. He's ready, y'all. He's ready. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. And as I end every show, I want to remind you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be because it is food that brings us together. It's the stories and our experiences. So now, taste it. Sit on down with the unbougie food day.